Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hi, this is Lindy Kaiser, and welcome. We're celebrating kind of the end of summer here. And a couple weeks back, I did a bit of an an ode to national security careers as a video update over at clearancejobs.com, just thinking about the 20th anniversary of clearance jobs and thinking about how much national security careers have changed. And was so delighted when a previous guest, security clearance attorney Eileen Zanakis-Kozlowski, reached out and said that she really appreciated that video update. And we commiserated a bit about what it's like to work at the Pentagon. America's largest office building. I spent a very short, unillustrious career working at the Pentagon. And the fact is, if you work in national security or have a security clearance, there is a good chance at some point, somehow, some way, you might have to reach out and touch the Pentagon office building, whether it's through working with people who work inside the five-sided puzzle palace, as it were, if your work actually brings you there, whether it's meetings or headquarters offices. So Eileen had that experience. And so I just kind of asked her for both of us to sit down and chat a little bit about what it is really like to work inside the Pentagon. So thank you so much, Eileen, for joining us for an unconventional conversation about working in national security and what it's like to work in the Pentagon. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me back, Lindy. It has a bit of a reputation working in the Pentagon, I have to say. You either love it or you hate it. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is because I found out we both kind of loved it or at least had an appreciation for the Pentagon as an office building. What was one of maybe the one of more memorable aspects you remember about your work taking you into the Pentagon? Oh, I just thought it was such a surreal privilege. I mean, I really did. I thought it was so cool. And I never really got over how much history that building held and and what potential history was in the making right while I was just waiting in line to get my coffee. I just I just thought it was so cool. Yeah, well, same. I think when I worked there, I was in the Office of Chief of Public Affairs and I was actually in the part of the building that had gotten hit on 9-11. Not only did I work with coworkers who had actually been there and had that experience, but you just kind of, when you were walking through the hallways, you really felt the experience of what had happened in that building. You know, the 9-11 attacks felt very real. And you also just had such a connection to, I mean, national security work. There's a lot of important work taking place. I think it's a, a, a fun office building. If you have not gotten lost at the Pentagon, you probably aren't trying. So I want to maybe, maybe I should ask you about that. Have you ever gotten lost at the Pentagon? Oh, the same. I mean, listen, it got to a point where I would often try to have a colleague go with me if there were someplace new I needed to go just to make sure that I didn't end up lost for hours. Maybe it's easy for some people to navigate, but it was not for me. Well, and that's the thing they say about the Pentagon is that, you know, their their takeaway is that it's supposed to take no more than seven minutes to get anywhere in the building because of the way it's laid out, right? It has like, there's the outer rings and then it's like all leading to, so you can, you know, take these different escalators and stairs and wind your way and theoretically get places fast, but you kind of still have to know where you're going is the problem. And yeah, Whoa, the poor lowly, you know, in the Pentagon, the rank structure is totally different. In the Pentagon, it's like the lowly lieutenant colonel, which on any other military facility would be top of the food chain. But in the Pentagon, that was the person that was having to wander their way around and find where things were located. But it is a huge complex. It houses a lot of people. And it's and it's interesting, even like kind of you think about the post 
COVID dynamic, people were work, were back working at the Pentagon pretty quickly. And it just shows the scope of work that gets done there. People still need to still need to go back to work. On that note, it's worth talking a little bit about my favorite Pentagon topic, which is the amenities. You can tell they want you to be there because they have you have no reason to leave, basically. So talk a little bit about the convenience of working at the Pentagon. What were some of the establishments that surprised you walking into the building and, and seeing what they had there? You know, that really was the most surprising aspect of it. I knew I would be in awe just at the idea of being there. I did not know that I would be able to get my highlights touched up during lunch or that there would be a post office. I mean, the the way that I can best describe it is it's kind of like a casino in that everything that you need is in there. And it's sort of a little bit dimly lit. So you don't really know what time it is outside or, you know, it really just is this time warp sort of. And you're right. Everything you could need is right in there. I love the casino reference, which I have not heard before. I'm sure somebody else has made that comparison, Eileen, but you are the first to describe it to me. It is like that because you do go in and you kind of you experience this warping of, of time and space and reality a little bit. I suppose that's why some people hate it because you can go in and you lose a lot of time working in the Pentagon. There are long hours and long days and there's just there is so much contained in the building. A lot of it, you know, grounded in the old school. There was a jewelry store chocolate shop, a florist. It was very much the quintessential like, hey, honey, I had to work late. Enjoy some flowers. <laughs> I always found ironic. But you mentioned you could get your highlights touched up. So there really is something for everyone. It wasn't just, but it was definitely appealing to that person is who is not going to get outside of the Pentagon to purchase a gift. So they're going to have to purchase it inside the building. Yeah, I sort of made a game of coming up with what was the necessity that mothered this invention whenever I would pass a new store. You know, the leather goods store made a little bit of sense to me. I thought, you know, if you were called away on some sort of super urgent, important trip and you needed to grab a bag and just get on a plane, that made sense to me. But the jewelry store always made me laugh because, you know, that was somebody who forgot an anniversary and left work late. And that's got to be how that ended up there. Yeah, everything has a story there with some person and notorious person in history. Well, and I love too, like the courtyard area. So that is the one area you can actually see the light of day. The courtyard always very popular. And I love the old anecdote, you know, about the hot dog stand in the middle of the courtyard. The Pentagon tour guides always tell the story of how, you know, the Russians had their eyes on that spot because they thought with all the people coming and going, there must be important things happening in there. But of course, it's just a cafeteria. So that's why people are coming and going is and there was a time, I believe, that the Pentagon was open, like an open office building. I think that was, they meant reference that with the Cold War too, which is now the building security being what it is. It is shocking to me to think that that's the case. And if I'm espousing fake news, somebody please, somebody will write in and correct me. So I'm sorry. But I do believe, like I used to hear that, like it used to be much easier to get inside the building. Now, as you know from experience, it's quite difficult. And I think we all have, I wrote even an article for clearance jobs about how the, you know, the road to hell was paved in the Pentagon Visitor Center waiting room because anybody who has lost their badge or been without a badge or had to get friends through the building and had to go through that visitor center, no, it can be a painful process. I think you had an anecdote too about a friend with the visitor center. And I love these personal stories of misery and trauma. So did you have a personal experience about the Pentagon visitors 
center or getting in as a visitor? I do. So actually, this was one of my girlfriends from law school who, by the way, is the last person sort of, if you're going just, you know, based on kind of Jason Bourne type movies, is the last person you would envision at the Pentagon. She's super petite. I mean, I don't even think she's five feet tall. She is a vegan ballerina and looks like a vegan ballerina. She is just, you know, the most unassuming person that you would think of. And she worked in one of the offices of general counsel at the Pentagon. And she befriended some really super intense military officer who would exercise with her in the Pentagon gym at something like 4.30 in the morning. So she was taking, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles at four o'clock in the morning to get through DC to her office building early to exercise with this guy. And they really developed this unlikely friendship. You know, he, he became sort of a mentor to her. And because she was traveling alone at four o'clock in the morning through a city, she carried pepper spray with her. And you know, certainly not the first time that she had had it on her person. She just randomly got stopped going into work one day. And I don't think that the PIFA police officer who stopped her realized that she would turn into such a thorn in their side, but she's an attorney. So she asks them, you know, can you please show me where in the regulations it says that I can't have this on my person, you know, and she was polite about it, but she was not about to get arrested for having something in her purse that that she had had in there for the past, you know, however many months coming and going. But it was really kind of wild. And actually one of my colleagues ended up helping her out of what turned into kind of a sticky situation. Oh, and you remind me of the Pentagon gym too, which I almost forgot about. I loved the Pentagon gym. I, I loved I loved it. I mean, it's a great gym, which it should. I mean, it should have a great gym if you're at the Pentagon because the fitness classes, I admit you're talking about your ballerina friend. I'm a bit of a fitness class enthusiast myself. I couldn't help but love that you could actually take Zumba classes at the Pentagon. So just fun fact, people, if you, it's not just, you know, the heavy weightlifting. I think there was Pilates, yoga, Zumba. I mean, there was something for everyone at the Pentagon gym. It, a great way to de-stress when you're in the middle of the craziness of having having to work there. And again, you don't have to leave the building <laughs> to go to the gym, which is which is what they're going for. You can do it all right there. And yeah, getting through, I imagine, security or the visitor center and knowing what the protocols are. I mean, that's even just what I recommend to people visiting now is make sure you look up what the rules and regulations are. I mean, I'm sure your friend did and it can still change, but knowing what they outline is a big help because I know several people who have had to leave items at the door at the Pentagon because they've not been able to get through for, for whatever reason. And it's just like things are always changing. Like I know I used to love the Pentagon tours used to be my favorite tour to recommend to folks. I know during COVID they were suspended. I don't know if they're back, but if they do come back and you can tour the Pentagon, a great chance to to experience that history. Um, yeah, so we kind of talked a little bit about COVID going back. I'd love to hear, you know, even from your perspective, I know you're still working around in and around DOD. Do you think it's kind of back to business as usual at the Pentagon? Do you think that COVID could even impact the hybrid or remote workness of that building or, you know, from, from colleagues and friends or is it just kind of back to business as usual for folks working inside the building? Oh, I think there's a huge cultural component to that. And, you know, I certainly can't see the future any more than anybody else can, but, you know, this is a building 
full of people who show up even when it's scary and especially when it's scary, right? You know, there was a team of people at the Pentagon who were working on getting us a vaccine more quickly than ever before in history, you know? And I think people are back to business. I think there's a cultural component to this that really values collaboration and in-person meetings and just to be frank, I mean, butts in seats. And I think the whole work from home thing is really nice. It's way better than sort of not being able to work during a pandemic situation, but yeah, there's all there is an expectation that sort of three things will be happening at once. And depending on what your work is, that can't always happen. The Pentagon, you know, highlights one building where I think a lot of people do get the chance to work there and being a part of it and knowing it is it's probably going to be a somewhat limited time in your career. I know those people who have spent career civil servants in particular who have spent a long haul in the Pentagon, but especially for service members, for a lot of contractors, for a lot of individuals, the Pentagon is the time of service, right? So you're going to be there for a very specific certain set amount of time. We look at the Pentagon as kind of a period of service. Uh, You know, a lot of folks will just kind of come in and work there for a set period of time. The hours can be grueling. I think if you're working quote unquote typical Pentagon hours, especially as a service member, I don't think your family life situation can probably withstand that for (laughs) for much longer. It is almost close to a deployment scenario. For me as a civilian, it was way better because I was governed by those civilian working hours. And so that's probably contributed to a part of my pleasantness. So I always have to caveat that. Like I had a fantastic time. I loved it. I loved the history. I loved the culture of the building, I think was a positive one. You 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 knew the mission that you were serving because it was literally directly in front of you by the building. And that makes a case for folks, you know, returning to the office, at least in some capacity, right? Because there is something that you can start to feel a little bit more disconnected from the mission. I'm not saying everybody needs to be working at the Pentagon or that everybody needs to go into work every day or, but I think if you have an opportunity to serve there, it's definitely a unique experience. But yeah, if you know somebody who's maybe getting ready to spend a stint at the Pentagon, Eileen, do you have any tips or advice that you would give to those folks? Mm, Follow the rules is probably the first thing. You know, they're there for a reason. And the anecdote that I tell about my friend, I think is funny. And it was in, you know, in real time, a little stressful for her, but we're glad it got resolved. But yeah, you know, those, they take their rules very seriously. This is, you know, not your run of the mill office building. And I think if you can kind of get yourself into the habits that are necessary to get things running smoothly, there's just no greater privilege than getting to work in that environment and just kind of, you know, maybe standing behind somebody at the gym or in the line for coffee who's quite literally saving the free world. I mean, it's just an incredible opportunity. No, I love that. And that's so true. And your advice is so good, too, is just getting to know the rules of the building and the laws of the land, as it were. And that definitely applies. I think, you know, Pentagon is a unique environment of not getting to know your employer, you know, per se, but also just getting to know the building actually matters as a work, you know. So as, as you're embarking on a career in the Pentagon, it will behoove you to learn 
the layout of the building, the organizational structures, the office structures, who does what, because there is a lot of interconnection between the different offices. And they kind of expect you to know that going in. I mean, kind of the on-ramp is pretty short in terms of your stint at the Pentagon. And what I found is there was a lot of expectation that you were doing research outside of the office so that you showed up at the office knowing who you were talking to, what it was about, and all of that. Now that said, humility will also get you far. So if you don't know what you're doing, don't be discouraged. I think that there was always some appreciation for that. You could tell kind of the the newbies around who didn't were lost in the hallway, who didn't know they were going, who didn't staff their item appropriately. Um, there was graciousness towards that, but there was also an expectation that this is a unique working environment that functions in a unique way. And the more you get to know it, the better. Absolutely. I think that's so well put. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and kind of this, I mean, a, a tribute to the Pentagon, America's, shall I say, best office building, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you would go so far as to agree with that, but it's definitely a unique and a very special office building. And if you have a chance to serve and work in the Pentagon, I encourage you to do that. It will be, again, a once in a lifetime experience and you don't have to live there forever. You don't have to move in. They don't have apartments yet, do they? I mean, I know that trend is happening. Do they? I think some people have slept in cots in their offices, but I hope there's not housing in the Pentagon yet. Please don't ever do that. But um, it is a great office building. I agree. It gets my vote for the coolest. Thank you so much for joining us. Check out more cleared jobs and careers. And maybe you can find your Pentagon job over at clearancejobs.com. This is Katie Keller, editor at clearancejobs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Clearedcast. For more information on career and recruiting advice, visit news.clearancejobs.com.